What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with Wednesday's episode of the Founders Journal. It is Wednesday. It is hump day. Let's get through it together. For those of you joining for the first time, the Founders Journal is my daily diary where I talk about what's happening behind the scenes at Morning Brew and specifically the most impactful thing in my day of work. Today, we're going to try something different. We're going to do a little collaborative brainstorm to talk about how together we can make Morning Brew's culture as good as humanly possible. Let's hop into it. Culture. Getting everyone to tell it's a team effort from everybody. Listeners, us, you, the leader of the company. It feels very uh, like buzzwordy and cliche just to say the word culture and make it uh, not eye-catching, ear-catching. But I do think it is cliche for a reason, which is that it is so incredibly important. And I think talking about culture more specifically, like with specific examples, is the way to actually make it less cliche because it's it's an all-encompassing topic. Is culture harder to define than community? I think you can define both of them. Like you can put a sentence definition on either of them. But I think the difference between companies that say they care a lot about culture and the companies that actually do enough with their culture to lead to good cultural outcomes, which I would describe as employees that feel empowered by the work they do every day and surrounded by a group of people that empower them and feel invested in by their employer. The number of companies that actually lead to that outcome, I would say is very small. So I think it's easy to define, but I think it's hard to actually implement unless you're putting focused time on it, which is you know what I'm spending a lot of time doing. And from my perspective, seeing the company grow from seven people to what are we now? 50? Did we hit 50? Five zero? No, uh, I think it depends on who you include, if you include interns and, and freelancers, but we're, we're between 45 and 50. So I, I would say prior to work from home, you would interact with 90 to 100% of the company on a given week. You could probably push a lot of culture because you are physically, visually there doing a lot of things. And I think culture manifested by natural actions. Yep. My understanding from how we've been talking about things is now you need to be intentional about culture. Do you think that's a proper identification of the inflection point or how do you see the growth of the company in relation to the effort you put into maintaining and building culture? So yes, yes to all of those. Uh, I think that every company needs to be more intentional about culture right now. And I think specifically Morning Brew needs to be more intentional. So it's actually one of my Q3 rocks or quarterly goals to establish three culture enhancing initiatives at Morning Brew. And you know, the first question you may, may be wondering is why is one of the, you know, three or four most important goals for myself for the quarter to work on culture initiatives? Well, I think it goes back to what I was saying before, which is that if you want to be a company that actually leads to great cultural outcomes like employees loving the work they do and not leaving your company, you need to actually prioritize it. But I think there's a macro reason and there's a micro reason. The micro reason is that as you were saying, Josh, like we have a lot of people, but we are at this inflection point of the business where I would say we are going, and we've described this internally this way, we are going from tribe to village. And as we go from tribe to village, it's exciting because we have more people, more collections of groups that allow us to scale and allow us to have an impact with our mission on a larger group of people. But what the the sort of intimate, small connections that we enjoyed as a company when we were in a WeWork with 12 people, that just doesn't exist anymore. 
It doesn't exist anymore when when you're having lunch with your team. It's basically with the entire team and the entire company. And so we are at a moment in time for our company where I think it is more important than ever as we switch from village uh, from tribe to village to focus on how do we maintain the essence of our culture that we had at 12, that we had at 20, but how do we do it with 60, 70, 80? And then from a macro perspective, I think everything about the macro environment is pushing us to focus more on culture, not because it's just the right thing, but one, with remote work, maintaining strong culture is harder than ever because the the entire context of work and our work environment has changed. And as you were saying, we can't just go eat lunch with our team anymore. We can't have those serendipitous moments where you bump into someone as you're walking along the office and you end up striking up a conversation not related to work. And I think the second reason in terms of the macro environment is building a strong company culture that empowers your workers and leads to low churn and high satisfaction is a competitive advantage for a company. Scott Galloway talks a lot about this idea of a career accelerant as being one of the defining advantages of massive companies. You know, the idea of working at Facebook or Twitter or McKinsey comes up because they are characterized as career accelerants. So I think it is an advantage to build a great culture, but especially in media, the industry we're in, the idea of job security and loving your job feels antithetical to working at a media company right now as an employee. So I also think it is something that can be an especially large differentiator for us at this moment of time in the industry. And so that's why I'm focusing my time there. Hit me with the brainstorm. So I said that, you know, I'm focusing on three important culture enhancing initiatives. And one of the initiatives that I'm focusing on is onboarding, company onboarding. How can we make this a moment in time that is particularly special for employees? Why am I focusing on this as a culture building moment? Because onboarding is a first impression for employees, much like scrolling through your Netflix library is a first impression after subscribing to the service and paying your monthly subscription. And my view is that our employees need to leave company or onboarding feeling two things, empowered and educated. They need to feel like they understand Morning Brew's mission and values, and they are empowered to take on the world and take on that mission. And they feel educated about the business enough to know the people and understand the job they're supposed to do. And so the brainstorm goes as follows. I'm going to share a few ideas that I was talking about with our head of people, Kate, about things we want to test out for onboarding. Josh, I would love to hear an idea or two from you. And then anyone who's listening, if you have ideas for making an onboarding successful at any company that you've experienced in the past or that you've thought about, shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. I want to share some of these ideas with the entire audience in an upcoming episode. What's the criteria? You just throw things on the wall and see what sticks? Or are we at the phase where what what is success? What it you know, as a project manager, I have to ask the questions before we get into it. So as I said, What is the outcome? Well, the outcome is that from onboarding is the employee should leave feeling empowered in the work they're about to embark on or the job they're about to do and educated about the company, missions, values, the org structure, all of the mental tools they need to effectively accomplish their job. To take your question a step further, how is that going to lead to better culture? Well, to me, there are, there are four aspects of Morning Brew's culture that we need to achieve. Employees need to feel like they are invested in personally, professionally. Second, Morning Brew employees need, need to feel like they are given the resources to be lifelong learners. 
The third, Morning Brew employees need to feel a part of a capital T team, a group that is collaborative, supportive, and driven by a shared vision. And four, Morning Brew employees need to feel like they are part of a diverse organization, diverse in background, diverse in beliefs, and diverse in viewpoints. So that is the North Star for this discussion. Few ideas. The first is video education. And what I mean by this is there are so many repeated tasks related to onboarding that shouldn't be repeated. And so I think much like where online education is going, actually, this combination of pre-recorded content that is foundational knowledge paired with one, one-to-one or one-to-few interactions to talk about the content you've consumed is actually, I believe, a really good model for onboarding. And so what do I mean by that? What I mean is rather than just meeting, doing a one-on-one with Austin, my co-founder, or myself to talk about the company mission or the company values, we'll have a pre-recorded video talking through Morning Brew's story, what our mission is as a company, and what our values are. So that when you actually meet with us one-on-one in your onboarding, you have the ability to not just like take in all the foundational information, but actually ask smart questions that pushes things forward because you have that foundational knowledge. So a video bank with foundational and educational knowledge about the company, as well as the specific functions within the company is something that we talked about creating. I'll share one more, and then I want to hear one from you, Josh. The other is a syllabus email after signing your offer letter. Right now, there's kind of like this lack of trail map or guidance in how your onboarding is going to progress. Given that you're going to be onboarded over, say, a two-week period of time, we should be giving you a compass for your onboarding. The idea is send an email to employees right after you sign your offer letter that takes you through chronologically all of the resources you are going to consume, the people you're going to talk to, and the order in which you should do those things. Effectively, your checklist for a successful onboarding. So those are two of our ideas. Josh, hit me with one. My idea, I might have mentioned it to you before, but I'm going to use it for this scenario. It's all about empowerment. We are, we are a media company. We are a content creation company. I think everybody in the company should be encouraged to create content of some sort, whether it's thought leadership or or even something that's more artistic and more passion-oriented than business blogs about podcasting for what I've written. But if a new employee could go through the process of getting a design from Frank and getting edited by Eliza and getting something from somebody and then being amplified and rallied around by the rest of the team and you know, after, and it'll be the end of their 60 days, right? So onboarding, I think, is much more than a week. It's the first two months, whatever time frame, it's definitely more than a week. So it's saying, by the end of your onboarding experience, tell us what you learned or tell us what you think. I want to hear from you. I want an original thought uh, about the company, about media, about where you are impacting the business, something. And then I think by everybody just getting over that hump within the first 60 days, they will be so much more likely to continue to create content. And I think as a media company, we should be big champions of the idea that everybody should should constantly be putting out content of some sort. And this would be a good way to ingrain that into the DNA of the employee experience. That's my idea. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a really a really interesting idea is the idea of everyone being a creator in the company. And it, it you know, it juxtaposes really well to this rite of passage course I'm taking with David Perel right now because the whole concept is by writing, you're able to better build a brand for yourself, but also it helps refine your thinking. And I think the best part of this is it allows you to collaborate with other people in the organization. The but or the if is this is only possible if we figure out a scalable way where when you have, say, 15 to 25 people join over the course of six months, 
how do you not exhaust the rest of the organization with collaborating with every single new employee that's onboarded? So that's a big question there. Agreed. We'll, we'll have to work through it. We, we want ideas. How can people send in ideas? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you want to share, and I implore you to share ideas for onboarding employees in unique and successful ways to empower them and to educate them, please send your ideas to alex at morningbrew.com. Send me any ideas you have. I will respond to them, but I also want to feature a few of them in an upcoming episode. I hope this was valuable for you in understanding the importance of culture as well as onboarding specifically in a company. It's all about first impressions. And uh, I have one more thought from Josh. If you send a voice note, we'll embed it and play the audio on the, on the episode instead of just reading it and we'll get your voice. And I really want to try and figure that out. So please send a voice note that we can play. Oh, that's a cool idea. Wow. That, this, this is why you're the, the audio guy. If you have any ideas for onboarding, for Morning Brew or just your company in general, send me an email, alex at morningbrew.com. If you attach an audio note with your recommendation, we are potentially going to include it in an upcoming episode. Hope everyone enjoyed today's Founders Journal and we'll catch you tomorrow. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.